Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. In today's update, Pastor J.D. wants to show you how to navigate the Christian persecution that is only getting worse and worse. Instead of letting evil overrun you, use it as a weapon for God's goodness to shine through. Don't let the chaos discourage you. Be uplifted and recharged as you learn how to rise above the impeding darkness. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on August 20th, 2023. For our purposes today, we'll focus only on Maui for what I think would be deemed obvious reasons. So what follows is really, it is an abbreviated explanation with links. There was so much more, but time does not permit. So I did sort of condense it. But it's a brief explanation. We provided the links to the original source documentation that Maui, specifically Lahaina, has been marked I choose that word deliberately, as a smart city. And here's what's sad. This is textbook. The evil crisis is created, the reaction is controlled, and then the final evil solution is executed. Again, I choose that wording for a reason. I'm choosing and using this wording by virtue of the fact, the truth, that this is a deliberate targeted attack using geoengineering and a directed energy weapon, a.k.a. do. Did you know that there are two sites in the U.S.? that have these directed energy weapons. One is Nevada and the other is Maui. Let's start with this directed energy Air Force Maui optical and supercomputing Amos site located on the island of Maui. May I quote from the website? Listen to this. Directed energy harnesses the power of the electromagnetic spectrum to enable airmen to effectively and affordably strike critical targets at the speed of light. Question, why Maui? Answer, it's a new smart grid in Hawaii dubbed the, quote, Jump Smart Maui Project. This because the state of Hawaii's goal is to obtain 40% of its electric power 
generation from renewable energy sources by 2030. Did you know that? It should be noted that this is, and I quote, a Japan and U.S. collaborative smart grid demonstration project on Maui Island of Hawaii State, a case study, close quote. Pictured here is a downloadable PDF file stating, again quoting, During the period between 2011 and 2016, there had been a smart community project called Jump Smart Maui, JSM, held on the island of Maui, Hawaii, U.S. The objective of effective utilization of renewable energy on a larger scale and widespread deployment of a smart community was constructed by Hawaiian and Japanese stakeholders. You ready for this one? This is interesting. Five years ago to the day, August 20th, 2018, none other than the World Economic Forum <laughs> published an article about, quote, how Hawaii plans to be the first U.S. state to run entirely on clean energy. Here's an excerpt from the World Economic Forum post. Again, five years to the day, August 20th, 2018. In a significant move, four mayors from across the state have signed an agreement to run Hawaii's public transport system using only clean energy, making the announcement aboard a traditional Hawaiian voyaging canoe. Maui Mayor Alan Arakawa said, quote, the goals we are setting today are not only desirable, but attainable, and help send a message that Maui County and Hawaii are open for innovation to help ensure the greater health of our communities and the planet as a whole. The Hawaiian government launched their clean energy initiative in 2008. Isn't that 15 years ago? Fast forward to next month, and this Hawaii Digital Government Summit Honolulu. It's scheduled for Monday, September 25th. Don't know if you're available that day. I actually am hoping I will not be available that day. No, I'm, I'm actually being serious right now, <laughs> uh, because I, well, let me rephrase. We may very well be raptured before Monday, September 25th. And the Lord knows my heart when I say that. I'm not, oh, here we go. Here goes the, the dead. <laughs> yeah, that's why I bring it on. I don't care. I don't care. 
Actually, I, I do have a, 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 indulge me for just a moment. I want to mention something. I've been thinking and uh, pondering, musing uh, about this as of late. Two words, what if? What if? You can say what you want, but it seems to me like they're making a pretty big deal about 2030. And 2030 minus 7 is 2023. So actually, I, I, I'm not going to be. In fact, you know what? By faith, I'm not going to be available Monday, September 25th. <laughs> and you won't be either, for real. I truly believe with all my heart that the rapture can happen before Monday, September 25th. Okay, go ahead, start sending the emails, go ahead. <laughs> so here's a screenshot of this Hawaii Digital Government Summit Honolulu scheduled for when we're not available, Monday, September 25th. Now I took this screenshot of the homepage on Monday of this week, okay, because that's usually when I start. <laughs> I have to. There's so much information to go through. So I actually start Sunday night, don't tell anybody. And then uh, I have the most amazing family, by the way, um, and the most amazing wife a husband could ever want or hope to have. So Monday morning rolls around, and of course I'm just getting inundated with all this information. i got to vet all of it. And this thing, all of us, I had heard about it, but I hadn't made the connection yet. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to get a screenshot of this now, because I've, I'm, I've learned the hard way and I've got the scars to prove it. If you don't get a screenshot at that time, you may not be able to at a later time. And sure enough, I'm so glad I did. I have proof. This screenshot was Monday. So then I go back on Wednesday to start, you know, getting some quotes. And what do I find? A post highlighted in yellow. You want to know what it says? Note, this is a quote, note, misleading social media posts have been circulating, falsely asserting that the Hawaii Digital Government Summit, which is held in Honolulu each year, is aimed at transforming Maui into the first smart island. These claims are incorrect and do not align with the summit's annual focus. The event is designed to facilitate collaboration among public and private sector IT professionals, encouraging the exchange of best practices and innovative solutions to enhance the support and services provided to the constituents they serve. Oh, my, my bad. I'm so sorry, because I was just going off of what you posted 15 years ago. You know what this reminds me of? That famous line in the William Shakespeare play Hamlet, the lady doth protesteth too much, methinks, 
It's spoken by Queen Gertrude in response to the insincere overacting of a character in the play, within a play created by Prince Hamlet to prove his uncle's guilt in the murder of his father, the King of Denmark. This famous line, the lady doth protesteth too much, methinks, has come to be known as a cynical, ironic, and even sarcastic comment directed at someone who seems to overdo and overreact to a situation or accusation so as to appear innocent, when in fact they are guilty of murder. I know that they go by other labels, and people call them the elite, the globalists, at all. I've chosen to call these evil people demon-possessed conspirators, because that's what they are. They are literally possessed demonically in this satanic conspiracy. Notice I didn't use the word theory. Why don't I use the word theory in the same sentence as conspiracy? Because that's what the CIA wants you to use with the word conspiracy. Because they dubbed the phrase conspiracy theory to cover up the conspiracy so they could dismiss it. Oh, it's just a conspiracy theory. Actually, it's a conspiracy. They have conspired together, plotted together. This evil, satanic, demonic plot. And they're trying to appear innocent when in fact they are guilty. but God. I'm going to circle back and just say that God is even now having the aforementioned last laugh in Psalm 37, and will in the end also have the final word. Wait for the Lord. We sing, we say, wait on the Lord. In fact, there's an interesting meaning in the Old Testament. It, it, it's kind of a double meaning. It's not just wait on the Lord. It's wait on the Lord like you would serve the Lord. You're, you're serving the Lord, waiting on the Lord. But what if I say it like this? How about wait for the Lord? Because right now it looks like evil is prospering, evil is succeeding. Just wait for God. Yeah, but why is he letting them get away with it? Oh, no, 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 no. Did you, did you catch the word in Psalm 37, verse 13, the, the word soon? Just wait for the Lord. He, he's, he's laughing because he, he knows the day's coming soon. The day's coming soon. 
or he'll have the last word, the last laugh, as we say. Oh, it doesn't seem like it now. I mean, (laughs) I'll speak for myself because I'm just as guilty as the next guy, probably the chief of sinners when it comes to this, fuming over evildoers. When I hear what they're doing, blocking people from getting to their properties, trying to steal their properties from them, blocking the supplies from getting to them. Psalm 37. Because again, it's like God saying, J.D., cease from anger. It only brings harm. And by the way, you're harming yourself. You know what anger does to your body physically, physiologically, psychologically? Your digestive system, your cardiovascular system. You're hurting yourself by being angry. I'm not angry. I'm actually laughing because I know what is soon coming. I got this. Yeah, but God. No, 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 no. You'll see. Just wait. Psalm 37, Psalm 73. Let's flip it around. Great Psalm. In your time in God's Word, I would really encourage you to read this Psalm of Asaph. Here's a guy that, I mean, he's watching FEMA let supplies rot in containers behind hotels on the island of Maui, and he's freaking out. Like, God, why are you allowing evil to prosper? And it messed him up. And it freaked him out. And he starts having a crisis of faith. In fact, it gets so bad that he said, I wouldn't even talk to my brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm of course bringing it into modern day terms, because I didn't want to stumble them, because they knew me. And I'm really struggling with why God is allowing the evil to continue, why He's allowing this to happen. And it really messed me up. Until, oh you got to get to the end of the psalm. He said, until I went to the sanctuary of the Lord. That's always a good place to go. I went to church, and I heard the Word, and God brought me back to my senses. How, how did God bring you back to your senses? Oh, He showed me their end, and it settled me. In fact, so much so. Watch this. I went from being angry at them to actually feeling sorry for them. When I saw the end that is in store for them, apparently God showed him, hey listen, I'm going to let you in on what I'm going to do at the end, because I'm going to have the last laugh and the final word, and it ain't going to be pretty. And I know you're upset. I know you're actually upset with me for letting them continue to do this evil. 
And you're fretting and fuming over the evildoers and the workers of iniquity. And it's really getting to you and it's stumbling you. And you're having a crisis of faith. And you're looking at me going, God, why are you letting them get away with this? Sit down, boy. Let me show you how this ends for them. Could you imagine? I'm sorry for the illustration. If you got a better one, let me know. But God sits Asif down and says, okay, just here's some popcorn. Just sit there. Okay, start, roll it. Shows him the video. And, and here, here's Asif getting ready to put popcorn in the mouth going, oh, because he's local. Oh. Can I take it one step further? The devil, D-E-V-I-L, devil, E-V-I-L-L-I-V-E, backwards. The devil is God's devil. Does that mess you up? Stay with me. He's a created being. He's not God's opposite. He is not omniscient. He is not omnipresent. He is not omnipotent. He's a created being who is limited by Almighty God. And he can do no thing unless God allows him to. And God will never allow the devil he created to do anything unless in the end it fulfills his purpose for his glory and our good. Ask Job. Ask Peter for that matter. You know the account when Jesus calls Peter over and says, Hey Peter, come here. I got so we need we need to talk. <laughs> Satan came out to me and, and asked for permission to sift you as wheat. If I'm Peter, I'm like, you told him no, right? <laughs> no, actually I, I gave him permission. Why? Because I knew that in the end it would be for your good and my glory. Interesting with Job, I don't want to take it too far, but Interesting with Job, right? Uh, just the first chapter, right out of the chute, you'll learn a lot about how limited the devil is. Okay, you can, you can do that, but no more. And go ahead. And he does. Why did God allow the devil to do that to Job? Because he knew in the end it would glorify God and be good for Job. In other words, how do I say this? The eviler the evil is, the gooder the good will be. Is that not proper English? It probably isn't. God takes the bad and makes good. And proportionate to the evil is the good. This is Genesis 50-20 textbook. Joseph's dad and his brothers, Jacob has just died. The brothers are freaking out. Uh-oh, dad's gone. Joseph is going to kill us, man. After what we did to him, the evil we did to him. The only reason he hasn't killed us yet is because dad was alive. In fact, I, I wonder they were thinking to themselves, dad, please don't die yet. Please don't die yet. Because when you die, we're dead. Well, he dies. They go to Joseph. Hey, bro. <laughs> Joe, love you, man. 
they were afraid because Joseph could have just said, okay, dad's gone. That's it. But he doesn't. We're so glad you joined us for this edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. You've been listening to the latest prophecy update that Pastor J.D. has been sharing. And as always, it's fascinating to hear and learn about how the things going on in the world relate to things predicted in the Bible. If you're ever interested in finding out more about this ministry, head over to jdfarag.org. That's jdfarag.org to learn more. If you're in the Kaneohe area, you're always welcome to come check out our church family. At Calvary Chapel Kaneohe, we meet on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. There's a Calvary link at the bottom of our webpage, so look for it at jdfarag.org. That link will give you more info on service times, directions, and more. Also, on our website, you'll notice a tab at the top that says ABCs. This is a helpful tool if you're in need of understanding a more in-depth view of what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus. If you or any friends or family need some clarification, this should help clear some things up for you. Again, that website is jdfarag.org. Next time, you'll get to hear some more interesting things about current affairs and how they relate to what the Bible says to be true. The prophecies in the Bible were not just mentioned casually. Every prophecy written in the Bible will come to pass. So there's much to understand about what's to come. We look forward to that time with you and hope you'll join us then. Until then, may you be looking for wisdom from God in spirit and truth.